Welcome everybody back to the Fire Talk podcast and YouTube channel. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about CJ Abrams. I started out spring training just completely falling out. So if you guys have not been really watching spring or keeping up with this, this spring training numbers, currently a couple games into the year, CJ Abrams is sitting at eight at-bats, a 500 average, two home runs, three ribbies, and his OPS right now is 1750. So obviously a very, very small sample size, but he's four of eight right now. He's looking great. He had an opposite field home run on Sunday um, that was one of those home runs where you're like, oh, that's like some real power behind that swing. It looks like his swing has been adjusted a little bit because that was one of the big critiques with him coming out is, is he going to be able to generate, you know, 20 home runs, 15 home runs, whatever it is. Is he going to be able to have any type of pop? We know he has speed. We know he's a good fielder. We know he has a, a cannon for an arm. We know he can hit for average. And now he's hitting for power. That's a five-tool player. And we saw with Fernando Tatis, and I, I, I kind of like hate doing the comparisons of like, oh, well, Tatis balled out and then they moved him up. But I do think there is like something to it. I don't think comparing him to Tatis is a good idea, but I'm not really trying to compare the players, more of comparing the situation. And right now the situation is you have Kim as your starting shortstop if it's not him. But if he's ready to go and he's going to be able to hit MLB pitching, not even like this level, but better than Kim, he must make the opening day roster. And I think making the opening day roster doesn't even mean he's starting necessarily, but I would advocate for him starting depending on how the rest of spring training looks, but he has to make the opening day roster in my opinion, because you need him to provide, you know, to be a great bat, great fielder, just an overall great player with Fernando Tatis out. So I'm going to go on the record. I think that one of the Padres moves this spring is that they must have CJ Abrams on the opening day roster. So how do you guys feel about that? That take of him having to be on the opening day roster. I don't think he has to. I don't think it's a must thing. To. I think there's a couple more areas that need to be addressed, such as left field. And since they already said that they're not going to start Abrams in the outfield this year, you're going to keep comfortable at short and second. I don't think it's a must anymore. However, I do think it would be a really smart move to keep him on the opening day roster in case anything happens to Cronenworth or Kim. Because in that case scenario, I think Abrams at his worst would be just as good as Profar in the infield. As much as that may be rude or kind of like downplaying Profar's ability, I think it's true. The way that we've seen Abrams hit the spring training, we saw him hit one to right field, and then we saw him hit one op opposite to left field, basically down the line. We know he has 80-grade speed. He can fly like the wind. And he's been hitting pretty consistently. He hasn't struck out a lot. Uh, I don't think he's walked a lot this spring training either. Then again, it's only been three games. Outside of that, Kim is starting to look pretty good during the spring training. It seems like he's caught up with the velocity and everything. He had a double today. Uh, he's starting to look really good. So, like I said, I don't think it's necessarily a must, but it would be a smart thing to do to back him up. You know, if you want to give Hosmer a rest day, Hosmer's been dealing with some injuries the past couple of years. So it'd be a really good idea to bring him up, be like, okay, Hosmer goes down and you don't want to start Luke Voigt every day because he also has some injury issues. You keep Abrams there so you can either move Kim to second and then start Abrams at short or you flip-flop him whichever way you want to go. Like I said, I don't think it's a must, but I think it's a really smart idea to do just because 
the Padres are a very injury prone team. Uh, we too will probably talk about the whole medical situations that has occurred over the past three, four years. Um, pretty sure we got sidetracked on that one, but yeah, with the way that the Padres handle injuries and everything, you probably need to keep CJ, uh, CJ Abrams on the, on the opening day roster. Yeah. Um, you know, we're only a couple games in, but at this rate right now, of course you're going to want him on the opening day roster. If he stays above like a, let's say he hits above 270 in spring training and, you know, hits a couple home runs, shows the power. And of course he's always going to have the speed. He's always going to have a good glove. Um, it was pretty much just that first inning against the Mariners. He threw a ball to Hosmer and it one hopped. And of course Hosmer olayed it. And, uh, CJ, of course, should have made a good throw, but it doesn't help when your first baseman completely whiffs it. Or he didn't even whiff it, but that ball, he scooped that thing so high. But, um, you know, at this rate, of course, you're going to want him on your opening day roster. Um, he's going to provide you some, some like, electricity that the Padres need, man, because without it, they're so boring. Like, I will not lie, they are a boring team without someone like that. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's been fun to watch CJ Abrams. He's been... Hitting for power, something that not anyone expected at so fast. I think people were thinking, oh, it's going to take a couple of years or maybe another year or two for him to grow into his body and start hitting for some power. But we're starting to see it now. Um, uh, I was talking to my, my friend about it, and he was saying, like, you know, it, it happened so fast. Nobody expected it to happen like this, and he's doing it right now. And he's going to force his way onto the opening day roster, and I think so too. Um, I would see people on Twitter saying, oh, you know, you're going to get a consistent a guy who hits nothing but – Shimps, shimps are the things that the pop flies that fall in between the the left fielder and the and the and the infielders. And I've seen people say he swings a wet noodle, and it's like you guys are criticizing like a twenty year old, twenty one year old still trying to grow into his body. Of course, he hasn't had many many at bats in the minor leagues, but I think if he starts in the minor leagues, we probably won't see him till after that whole. You know, I, I don't even know if it was implemented in the CBA. Like I said, I need to read that thing or look it over, but whole service time thing i don't know I don't, I don't think that's in there um but they would do that and if he is on the opening day roster it's only going to be to start i don't think he will be like a death piece or anything because quite frankly if he makes this opening day roster he's going to be one of our best players like just off talent alone just based off what they say because profar myers hosmer they're not they're not very good um and especially because cjms provides a lot a lot of electricity um fun i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i think a lot of people would love to go to the ballpark to watch cj abrams if he's good i think he you know for the people who don't want to go watch a padre game because tatis is hurt well if somebody makes up for that such as cj abrams it's gonna be a lot easier to go to a padre game while tatis is hurt you want to get him experience right now i think you should want to get him experience right now for when tatis is back now you got uh, you just add another good player it's like adding somebody in free agency but he came within your prospect he's cheap and he's going to grow with some of the players on the roster right now um, so I think getting him some, some, you know, reps right now in, in, in the regular season would be great. And especially cause I don't think the front part of our regular season is very loaded. I think it's like a couple games against the diamondbacks and some weak teams before we hit the Dodgers at the end of April. So I think that's a good opportunity for Abrams to start getting some, some major league at bats and getting some major league reps. I think this pitching staff is good enough to where he doesn't have to, to ball out at first. He could just be a good 250 260 hitter and find his way in the bigs and the pitching staff will do the rest um 
but I think he's going to be a baller, man. I think he'll be a lot of fun to watch. And at this rate, of course, he's going to be our opening day shortstop or second baseman. Been taking a lot more reps at second base these past two, three days, I want to say. Hassan Kim's been seeing a lot of short. Um, but, you know, whatever position he plays, you got to have your best nine out there. Yeah, I think he absolutely would be one of those best nine right away. Uh, you look at a guy like like C.J. Abrams, one, I think if he started right away, I think he's the favorite for the rookie of the year, right? Like ninth overall prospect in the league. He's looked great when he's played. The only reason he fell to nine is because he missed like the whole year. So it's not a, a thing of like, oh, like with Taylor Trammell, Taylor Trammell was super highly ranked and then it started to kind of fall down because he struggled for multiple seasons. Same with McKenzie Gore we saw. CJ Abrams has never struggled at this point. And you look at like what what's the best scenario for the Padres? They need to have a good problem. They never have good problems. A good problem in sports is when you have, hey, we have too many good players. What are we going to do with these guys? I want to see a good problem with Fernando, CJ, and Jake in the middle infield of what do we do? We have three guys here. What are we supposed to do? We have an extra spot. And then it forces them to move Jake to first base. I know a lot of people are against moving Jake to first base, but if you get to the situation where it's like, what else are we supposed to do? We have Tatis and Abrams in the, in the middle infield. We have to put Jake at first. You're going to be happy that Jake's moving to first because you're going to realize this is a good thing. This is a good issue that we have is we have too many good players at this spot. The Padres have not been in that spot too many times in, in my lifetime, and I want to see them have a good problem. The Fernando injury obviously is horrible, but if you're able to get CJ reps and have him start at either second base or shortstop, and he forces his way onto the field, because that is what you want from a prospect. You want a prospect to give you no other decision than we have to put, we have to start him. He looks too good. We have to start him. He looks like a star in the making. And that's what CJ looks right now, looks like right now. So if he continues to look like this, they're going to have no option besides to start him. And you might see a situation down, you know, when Tatis returns of this is an issue, but it's a good issue to have because we have too many good players here. And that's something that I think that, you know, I think a lot of fans and like, I definitely do it too. Is like, Oh, we, we got to fill this spot. We got to fill this spot. Forget that. Get the, get your best players on the field, find a way to get your best players on the field and getting CJ Abrams on the field to start the season this year, I, th- I think is something that has to be done. Um, Maybe he struggles a little bit early on, but say he struggles for the first couple of weeks and then he kind of starts turning it on, you know, and he's going to definitely go through like a secondary slump that happens with all young players. And then all of a sudden he's, he's kind of cruising by the time Fernando comes back, this season looks like you're in a much better place. So I'm a huge advocate for, for not only having him make the opening day roster, but also having him start if he continues to play at this high level. So I don't know. That's where I'm at with CJ. I think I, I'm pretty stoked about what we've seen with him. So pretty pumped. Anything else you guys want to add on CJ? Yeah, you make a really good rookie of the year argument if he does start off right away because I can't think of another player in the NL that it would be a strictly rookie and would challenge him. The only person that I could come up in my mind is in the AL and Wander Franco, but I think he would graduate from his status as a rookie and can't think of anyone else. Yeah, I there's think a, he would run away with it. There's a bunch of guys in the AL. Yeah, there's a ton in the AL. I can't think of any in the NL right now. 
dude, it's, it looks like Abrams, if, you know, if he got consistent at bats, he could. Um, like I said, I think it's not necessarily a must, though. And I don't know if the service manipulation time thing did get away with. They still need to come out with the full details on what was agreed on the CBA because everything took place over such a long period of time. And if he did play short, we're going to see the same amount of errors that Tatis made just because Eric Cosmos at first base. I don't know if anyone watched the first game of spring training, but CJ Abrams threw what should have been an easy one hopper to first base. And like Isaac was saying, he went to go scoop it. And the ball went flying past the second baseman over his head because it went flying out of his glove. And then a couple of innings later, I don't know who threw it. I think it was coming from whoever was playing third at the time. Eric Hosmer had the sloppiest footwork I've ever seen and tried to basically kneel on the bag and then backhand it and then fell over from what the photo looked like. It looked horrendously. I have a first baseman worse footwork than Eric Hosmer. So... Yes, Abrams is going to be great with the glove, but expect some throwing errors because our first baseman can't pick up all to save his life. Man, I think you brought up how you thought, okay, it might be a little unfair to compare C.J. Abrams to Tatis right now. Well, I remember reading something saying if Abrams is going to crack the roster, he he needs to have as good a spring training as Tatis did in 2019. So it's fair. It's absolutely fair because, quite frankly, that's what the organization is doing. They're saying if you have as good a Spring training as Tatis did, yeah, you'll make the opening day roster. They're comparing, they're trying to compare their situations. I mean, I, I think that's what I've been doing too. I've been doing that for a while, especially because I mean they play the same position. They were both our top ranked prospects. Um, they're still except I mean Tatis has a lot more power, of course, but they're both fast, athletic studs who quite frankly can, you know, electrify a team, change a game by themselves. Um that's if Abrams pans out. I'm not going to jump the gun on that. But everything was good for Abrams right now, man. Really exciting to see. Um, I think he'd quickly become almost everybody's favorite player, um, aside from Tatis and Machado. And for me, Cronenworth. Um, those three are my favorites. And But Abrams would bring something that, you know, we this team needs, man. This team needs somebody that will plug into the lineup and hit. Get on base a lot, of course. That's something that they struggled with last year but also someone that's just gonna hit for a gap to gap hitter man i know we need some power but he's cheap he will be cheap for years and years to come he's young he's our top prospect he's fun to watch and if the padres can get this guy going in the regular season man watch out for for the padres because having studs in the lineup like that four or five studs in the lineup and you know vote I counted Voight in that in that stud kind of thing. But if you have Voight and and somebody else who can hit for power and you already have Manny, Crone, Tatis, and uh, Abrams down the stretch, you know, of course, with Tatis being hurt, you're going to get him down the stretch. If you have those four guys in your lineup plus two guys who could hit for power, look out because that's five, four or five guys that could hit for power. And I'm not counting Abrams just because I haven't seen it at the major league level, but if he's doing what he can, what he's doing right now on the spring training level, that's another power bat that you can add. I know he's only 190 pounds, but, hey, man, Trey Turner hits for a lot of power right now too. And also one thing to add to that too is Abram's swing looks a little bit nicer too. Just from like some of the – I saw some cut-ups of like his swing before, just like minor adjustments, but it does feel like that's somewhere where maybe the powers – one, they talked about how much stronger he is than last season, but also – you make a little 
slight adjustment to your swing and you change your exit, your, you know, your launch angle a little bit, you're going to get a lot more, hit a lot more balls out. So maybe that's another thing that that's kind of working for CJ right now as well. But dude is absolutely balling. Hope to continue to see it. Um, but super pumped. And if, if you guys are looking for someone to watch this spring training, CJ Abrams is the guy to watch. There's really no one. There's like, he is the clear number one player to watch in spring training. There's other guys. That McKenzie we'll talk Gore. To. Yeah. I was going to say, there's other guys that we'll talk about too, like McKenzie Gore um, and like Clender coming back and stuff like that. But Abrams is the guy to be like, can this guy go win the starting shortstop job? Because that's really what's happening right now. And, and we're going to see how it unfolds, but I, I'm pretty excited. Um, but yeah, with it, with that said, I think we're going to take off. So let us know in the comment section what you guys think of CJ. Do you think he must make the the opening man ro- the, op- the opening day roster? Um, and if not, why not? If so, where do you see his kind of role playing out this year? But with that said, that's going to do it for today. So we'll be back tomorrow talking Padres baseball. But thank you all for listening.